welcome back to the What the Fork Sunderland preview show. I did say that I hoped we would have one or two more preview shows in the tank this season. I'm delighted to say that our wishes have come true. Sunderland are in the playoffs for the second season running, and while the League One playoffs often seemed a little bit of a drag, the Championship ones do feel a little bit different. And another team who've had two years in the playoffs is, of course, Luton Town. And to let us know exactly what we've got to expect this Saturday, and then, of course, the following week is Dave from Owen the Town. Dave, uh, you said that we'd be meeting again and, and we we'll have. How are you doing? Are you all right? Well, thank you for having me on again. It's crazy, isn't it, that uh, we've spoken so many times. But, uh, yeah, we're doing okay. We're, we're, you know, we're having, a, we're having a cracking season all over. You know, it's been... A dream at the moment. And I'm, you know, no disrespect to Sunderland, I'm just hoping we can push it through to the end this time because last year it was quite a disappointment, um, especially when you looked at our team last year and it was falling to bits towards the end of the te- of season. It was it was injury prone. There, you know, it wasn't, we just wasn't firing on all cylinders and we still nearly turned Huddersfield over. We didn't, we lost 1-0 and it was a big disappointment. So I'm hoping we take at least that one step further this time. But, and we're under no illusions um, of, of how Sunderland have performed this season. And I remember when we first spoke at the beginning of the season and you were telling me that you had a lack of strikers and or, or you weren't performing well and, you know, you was worried and you'd be happy with mid-table. But, you know, well done to Sunderland to get where they are. You know, it's, it's first season in this division. Uh, amazing. Yeah, it, it feels it, most definitely. Um it's funny because obviously I was at Preston on Monday and the elation was obviously massive and then you're kind of just delighted you're there. And I think I'm still there. I think, you know, the, the pressure, which we'll come on to, that come with the playoffs, doesn't really feel that much there with Sunderland. But I think it was a funny team to come up against because I think for a while we thought it might be Middlesbrough because Middlesbrough were the, the sort of media darlings. If anyone was going to be Sheffield United, it was going to be them. Lo and behold, it was Luton that were the closest team to them and it's Luton who were playing. It's a funny one because I think, and I hope you don't mind me saying this in context, especially over recent years, Luton were probably the team that look the smallest out of the four, but they're the best performing. So it's a difficult one for us because there will be people who have expectations because Luton are not Middlesbrough. But Luton have performed better. But how are Luton fans finding it? Because I suppose on the flip side, Sunderland, you've got a bigger stadium to come to and so on and so forth. It's a, it's a, it's a good question, really, because... Um... When I when I look at past performances between our teams, they've always been pretty close. You know, they've been the one nil, the one all. Um, last time at your place, obviously, we had your your strike, Diallo. Is that how you pronounce his name? Um, you know, performing as good as Tom Daly to get the point. And um, you know, are we are we should we be worried by Sunderland? I mean, it's going to be an intimidating atmosphere. That's what the first thing I would say. If, if you've sold out, what are you getting 40,000, 40, 42,000? 45, 46, something 45, like so two of us, 43 of you. Um, so the atmosphere is going to be amazing. Um, but I don't think we should fear anybody. And I think what you said earlier, everyone was expecting Middlesbrough to be in third. Um, their form has dipped. Ours has stayed strong. So I don't think we're worried, but I don't think anyone's taking anything for granted. Uh, you know, it's going to be a difficult game. It's going to be hard for, and it's a semi-final. And when, when you think about um, the playoffs... There's always one team that has that little bit of luck and, you know, maybe goes against form. And I think on Sky the, uh, the weekend, they were saying, or on Monday, they were saying that Sunderland, the informed team at the moment, but they're based out on six games. Um, but if you look at 15 games, the second most informed team is Luton Town behind Burnley. Not lost in 15, you know, 
we've had a really good away record this season. So, you know, it's always been Little Luton and, and we're never going to get away from that. It's always been, you know, we will dismiss Luton Town. It's always been that. Um, so the only thing that worries me is we come and we lose the game in the first, we lose the tie in the first leg. If we can't keep it, if we can't keep it down, if we're going to lose, I'd only like to lose 1-0. If we're, if we're not going to lose, I'd like to win 3-0, you know, because it makes it harder. If, if, you, if you go into the second leg and the, and the tie's clinically almost over, um, that'll be a disappointment. So I'm hoping we can come and get a result. And I, I think last time we were unlucky not to leave the stadium light with all three points, 86-minute uh, penalty. And then, then you had that, that spell where you could have won the game. And I fear that, you know, I fear that if we come to your place and you get that goal and you get 43,000 fans cheering you on, then there's a big possibility you might get a second goal. And then the task becomes harder and harder. Um, but I think we're all excited. Yeah, we had the experience last year. Uh, we were very disappointed. Um, and to put the record straight, Luton have never won any playoffs. Not not any of the finals we've been in, we've never won them. And surely, surely our luck has to change at some point. We we had that last year and, and it did. So I can assure you sometimes it does. Hopefully for us, not this time, but it will at some point. But well, okay, I don't I don't I, I, I I'm gonna say this now. Um if we don't beat you guys and go through to Wembley then there's only one team I'm going to be cheering on and it ain't the other two. That's the thing, what you said earlier, though. Everybody thought, and, and even now I've, I've looked on social media and everybody's going, well, it's going to be Sunderland Middlesbrough final. And um, I think that's a bit wrong to assume that. Um, Coventry on, a, on the run as well. They've, they've done brilliantly to get where they got. Um, and we're lucky that we don't have West Brom in there because I wouldn't have liked to have seen them. But, you know, so there's a lot of people that write off the smaller teams straight away and there's no getting away from it. Sunderland have a massive fan base. They're a, they're a big organisation when you get it right, obviously. Um, so only time will tell. We haven't got to wait too long, have we? No, not at all. And it's funny when you look at the form, I think I wrote here that both of our last two games, obviously this season, have ended in 1-1 draws. But actually our last four games have, but obviously you've got to go quite a far bit back to... To League One days, and, and that was quite a few years ago now. But looking at recent form, I think we're unbeaten in nine. I think we've won four of the last six. That makes us over the last six games, as you said before, the form team. But on the flip side, Luton have on this massive unbeaten run. Um, I think the last team we lost to was, was Sheffield United, which was quite a while ago. There's little to choose between the sides, and both, well, every side, all four teams want to enter the playoffs with momentum. It's fair to say that Sunderland and Luton are both entering the players with momentum. But how has recent form been? Because obviously you've been solidified in the players for quite a while and I know you rested players in the, the final game of the season. So how how good has the recent form been in a going in with momentum that you would have wanted? It's unbelievable form. Uh, unbeaten in 15 games. Um, is it 15? No, 14. I think it might be 14, 15. Yeah, unbeaten in 14 games. Um, coming on 15, I think. Um, the form has been pretty good. And even when we do already secured third, we didn't rest the players until the last game of the season. I think Rob Edwards wanted to keep that momentum going. And Middlesbrough, I noticed, kept putting out weaker teams. And I just wonder if that's the, the right decision or not. Uh, we've rested some players. We've had players come back from injury that we've missed for a while. So they're now in contention to play. So um, the likes of Osho and is back and... Uh, 
Yeah, it, it's exciting. So our form has been great. Our play has been, you know, people will come to us and go, uh, it's a bit boring. I can't watch that every week. And we don't take a lot of possession when we're away. I think I've said this to you before. You know, we could have 28, 30% possession and still have more chances than the opposition. So, you know, we I think our gameplay is pretty good. And I think our manager's got the team performing really, really well. Um, on on uh, the weekend, I'd expect a full strength side out. I'd expect Morris and Adebayo up front uh, and the Canberra in midfield. And what a player he is. And what a loan signing he's been for us amazing player and uh yeah i think we'll get pelly back i think we'll have clark in the midfield so we're gonna have a very strong team out and i'll be surprised if we don't perform to the to, to the values that we've been forming to all season you know who'd have said that luton would have finished third at the beginning of the season nobody absolutely nobody everybody kept saying we're going to get do a barnsley and get relegated um we've had some cracking results this season we've had some cracking games but form wise it hasn't dipped it really, you know, like sometimes you go through a season and then you have a period where it goes a bit, from what of a better phrase, tits up, if I can say that on your podcast. But um, it it hasn't done that. And if we have a defeat, we recover from it. And, you know, at the start of the season at home, if our home form had been better, we'd have been up there with Sheffield United for any time. You know, we'd have been competing for that that second place. So I'm not taking anything for granted, but I think the form has been great. And I'm just hoping we can just do it for three more games. That's what I'm hoping. I said before, I think you're asking me a lot for Sheffield United, but I'm, I'm wrong with that. It was Burnley back on the 11th of Feb. So, yeah, it's a... Yeah. And and we was unlucky in that game too. You know, we beat Sheffield United away um, and Burnley at home. You know, we we had a month where we was playing all the top teams and we we didn't lose. We only lost to Burnley, you know, it's it's been a terrific season. If we don't make it, it'll be it's been a terrific season. But if we don't make it, it'll also be a big major disappointment. You know, and I don't mean the Premier League. We don't make the final. It'll be a huge disappointment because I think we've been really good this season. We've gone under the radar of most people, and uh, there's three more games to help our club evolve more. That's how I look at it. <laughs> when you, you look at the season that we've had in comparison to the season that you had last season, it's not mirrored, but I suppose you were going into the playoffs last year in the same way that we are. Like I think yeah. probably the surprise package ended up in sixth, then we're close to beating Huddersfield, a late goal, I think, from Jordan Rhodes later on, obviously, was what meant you didn't get the final. Uh, how much better equipped are Luton this season for, for a playoff push? Uh, I think far better, far, far better. Uh, prepared and ready for it. Um, as I said earlier, we had an injury list that was horrendous going into fun. I mean, we're dead on our feet, you know. Um, Adi Bayo, for instance, in the Huddersfield game, love him to bits. He performed really brilliantly all season, but he could barely run, you know. It was one of those where we were on our last legs. This time, I think the team is super fit and we have 20 goals in Carl Morris this season. That's amazing. You know, uh, Adi Bayo's been assisting. We've got a great midfield. And they'll, they'll work. And the defence has sort of sorted itself out since Somni Bradley got injured. Um, and he's leaving at the end of the season as well. So he'll want to, if he gets involved in the game, he'll want to, you know, be part of it. So, <coughs> excuse me. I think, I think, yeah, they are better prepared. And the reason they're better prepared is because they know how to rotate the team. They, they know, and I think the fitness guys have done really well. And there's been a big change since Rob Edwards came in for Nathan. Um, and Rob, 
is a is a lovely lovely guy he you know I, I, we was at a sponsor's evening last night and he was just really really saying i can't guarantee it but we're going to give it our best shot and i believe him i think i don't think again we should be worried but then again like you said earlier our games have always been really really tight it's one goal it's not there's not been four or five nils have there it's been one goals or one alls or whatever um so I'm under no illusion. It's going to be a tight game. But I'm still fingers crossed, you know. I, I, we've <laughs> got to be partisan for our own teams, haven't we? Of course. I'm, I'm still fingers crossed. But uh, when I'm standing on that terrace, right at the top, and knowing that no one will hear us because you lot will be shouting too much, um, I'll be wondering, how's it going to go? And I think if I, I imagine that you guys will come out with an early onslaught and we'll try and hold that back. And then we'll settle in. That's how I look at it. Um, again, we don't have a, a great deal of possession away, but that doesn't worry me. Uh, but I think as long as we can take any opportunities we get, because every team gets one, don't they, in Always. a game. I, think, I, I would like to think that we may be lucky enough to come away without a defeat. But who knows? I have to admit as well, like for the first time in my life, you normally want the home leg second. But because our home form has been poor in comparison to the away one, I kind of am sort of pleased it's the home leg, kind of similar to what was last year, although for different reasons, I think I was a little bit more disappointed that we had to go away for the second leg last year as it was it worked out. But our home form's poorish without getting battered off and we've got nine draws in there. Our away form's excellent, but then you look at Luton, Luton's got the second best away record in the league, 11 wins, 8 draws, 4 losses in 23 games. We've won 7 away from home, drew 9. Sorry, won 7 at home, drew 9, lost 7 at home. So how much does it benefit you having the, the home leg away from home first? I always worry about having, uh, as I said just a minute ago, I, I is there a benefit? I think when you come back to, to the home game second leg, you know exactly what you've got to do. And for instance, if Sunderland are, and you know if Sunderland are behind in that leg, we know that Sunderland have to come out and press us to try and get back in the game, which would, for me, open the field up for us a little bit because of the, because I know you're not you're not daft. I know I know your, your your team will run properly, but you know the more you push for a goal, the more openings we'll get. Um, that's how I look at it. The home leg, but my fear is when you go to a stadium as big as yours with all those people in, that we could genuinely lose the tie in the first game if it goes wrong. You know, if it goes 3-4-0, we're done. I don't, there's no way back. And um, although you can quote me on that, if that changes and there is a way back, that would be great. But um, so I come up with a bit of intrepidation, but I also come up with knowing that, like you said, we've been away so many times this season and people expect us not to get a result. We was very unlucky when we went to Burnley. Should have won there. Um, everyone who beats Norwich away this season. And, and the teams that we lost to and, you know, the, the, the guys down the road absolutely smashed us 4-0. And you just sit there and go, well, didn't expect that. But from that game, I think our away performance has been superb. And we lost at Middlesbrough because of a dodgy sending off and two goals in the last five minutes, you know. So... We haven't lost to many big teams this season. So we should go up with a bit of confidence. Should it be 
Should we be more confident with first legs away? I've never understood that, you know. If you think about, even in European football, when they used to have the away goals rule, I never understood why away, go away goals in extra time counted double because they had extra time to, to score those away goals. But I know that doesn't, it's not about it. So I don't know. Is there really an advantage? I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, would I like to be at home? I, I, well, I, do you know what? I think the pressure's on for you in the first leg at home. I, I've just decided that. The pressure is on. You need to try and get a good result. And we just need not to lose. And then I think second leg, the pressure changes. You know, if we're, if we're losing, pressure changes on Luton Town. If you're losing, pressure changes on you. It's, 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 it's exciting, isn't it? It's exciting. I just hope it's, it's, a, good, it's a good spectacle for us both. Um, but more for me. <laughs> I think, you know, in many ways, both sides will be confident in the home game as well for separate reasons. Both of us have really good away form. I think we've got the fourth best. You've got the second best, but we'll have... There is not much between us, Graham. There's not much between no, us. There's really and, not. And even though, I mean, how many points are different between us? I didn't look it up. Um, but, you know, we finished on, I think, 80-odd points, 81, 80 points. Um but that means nothing in these games. It means nothing. And, you know, we could literally um, capitulate, you know, and that would be terrible. And, you know, when you look at the, 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 the difference in uh, the points, you could just look at our league positions. You're in the playoffs. You were at 69. We're on 80. So there's a big gap there. But... On these two little games, it means nothing. It's a little mini league now. And one of us is going to go to Wembley. I think it's a funny thing as well when you look at those home games. Like I say, the, the away formed great for both of us. I think we both know that. But we'll have 45, 48 back in us. It'll be loud, proud atmosphere. Whereas Kenilworth Road, yeah, it's smaller. But it has its benefits because it's small. You're kind of caged in. You, we've watched the games on TV. You can really lift the team with that as well. And it's almost as an uncomfortable as atmosphere is sometimes a big vocal end and, and thousands of fans is. So, I mean, first and foremost, how tough has it come to the stadium like in that atmosphere for Luton? But on the flip side, what challenges are we going to face having to go to your home with the advantages that offers Luton? That's another good question. I would say that um, time will tell with the 43,000. I think it's a bit different. I, you know, you're not as close to the pitch as we are. Uh, at Luton Town, you're not, you, you know, uh, your stadium's great. I, you know, I don't, when I've been there before, I think, you know, we've made a bit of noise, but you won't hear our fans because you guys will be singing so loud you, you'd expect. So I think if, if the crowd, if the crowd spurs your team on, you could, you could do, you know, some damage. However, it's the, the opposite can happen, isn't it? If the team are not performing very well, um, you can get on their backs. We all know that. Um, so I don't, I don't think the team will be intimidated by the crowd because I just think it's such a large stadium compared to ours. Whereas when we played uh, Watford at home this season, I mean, it's an atmosphere that I haven't heard at the Kenilworth Road for a long, long time. It was electric. Um, the Watford players wouldn't pick the ball up by, by the touchline at some points because they, it just seemed like they were intimidated. It was the, the biggest uh, atmosphere we've had for, for a long, long time. Um, and I can't see it being any different for the semi-final because we know what it means to the club. If we get promoted, 
then it pays for our new stadium. You know, even if we're only up there for one year, and you know what's going to happen if we go up uh, at the expense of you guys, everyone's going to say, well, Luton are definite relegation next season. They won't even give them the time of day. Um, but they said that about Brentford, and they said that about Brighton. And, you know, they've developed on, so like Bournemouth, <coughs> so why can't we? That's how I look at it. But the intimidating atmosphere at our place, yeah, your players, they're no mugs. They, they, they'll get on with them what they've got to do. But it will be, it will be intimidating. It'll be electric. And unless, of course, it's a loss to cause. And, you know, suddenly Sunderland score at our place. Um, sometimes that will put the crowd, quietness in the crowd, won't it? So, you know, you'd like to think, like you say, you'd like to think you can spur people on. But if the atmosphere is anything like it was against Watford, um, it'll be a terrific night. Terrific night. But I don't think either team will be scared of that. Mm. It's it's going to be great. Can't wait, really. I'm actually excited for it. And in a really like low-pressure way, which is great, because the player feel, always feels like it has pressure, but it, 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 it doesn't. But talk about the home legs quite a bit and our away form. So I'm going to kind of stat blast you a bit here. Um, <laughs> like I say, marginally, we have that worse away record than Luton, but we're fourth, you're, you're second. But we've actually scored nine more goals in our travels and we've only conceded four more. So our goal difference is sort of plus 13, yours is yeah. plus eight. Um, at home, we've conceded 33. We've also scored 33. You've went and scored 31 at home and only conceded 21. The margins are really, really, really fine. Um, how fine are these margins going to be, do you think, heading into sort of A, Saturday, and then B Tuesday because it doesn't feel to me like it's going to be a a four two or a, a five three kind of two legged affair. It feels like it's going to be a two one or a one nil. Uh, I'd be very surprised if it was a high scoring game, um, but if it is going to be a high scoring game, I'm going to say it again. I know I keep saying it. If it's, can we score them all, please? Um, you know, clearly that's not going to happen, is it? Let's be fair. Um, I, I think it's going to be a tight match. I'd be very surprised if it, if it didn't even go to penalties, you know, and, and that would be the worst thing to go to for me because, uh, again, um, the last few penalty shootouts I've watched with Luton Town have not been not been good for me. Um, so I, I think it'd be tight. I think, you know, it's going to be a 1-0, a 2-1. I don't think anyone's going to run away with it. But if, you know, if someone gets the right, the right form at the right time, you know, you know, Colton Morris... You say twenty goals for Colton. If he if he's on form to, on on these two games, he might get two or three. If you get the service to him, but then your defence can stop that. So I think it's going to be a, a, almost like a chess game, and people are going to be, you know, I think tiptoeing at some points. I don't because it's a big thing to lose, isn't it? It's a big thing to lose, um, and then you have playoff success, and we've never had that. So there's all that at the back of the back of your mind. Uh, but I'd be very disappointed if it if it isn't very much um, the competition we expect it to be. I don't want it to, as a Luton fan. I want it to be one-sided for us. <clears throat> but I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be a very keenly fought game between two teams who are in good form. They've got some great players, and um, you know, some moment of magic will win it. And um, you know, all marvelous will win it for us because he's marvelous. <laughs> I was going to ask. There is obviously Morris is the one that sort of you pick out 
because of the goals that he scored, it's it's hard to look past him. And same with us for last season when I asked people who they feared most from outside, and it was Ross Stewart. But you're on a really good run of form, and there's about four or five players that I could pick out from our side that I could say are in a really good run of form for us as well, like Clark, Diallo, Roberts. So surely there's more than Morris that we have to be concerned with in the two oh, yeah. games. Uh, yeah, Adi Bayo's is not scoring as many, but performing really well. Uh, Marvellous Nakamba, uh, who's on loan from Villa, he um, is out, honestly is a is a pace above everyone in our team at the moment. He is you can see that he's a Premier League player, amazing player. Um, then we got uh, Jordan Clark. Tenacious in the midfield. We've got Pelly. Pelly's a legend. He's been in non-league. If he'll be the first player ever to go from non-league to the Premier League with the same team, which will be amazing if that happens. Um, then we've got um, Osho at the back. Amari Bell's going well. A goalkeeper has kept 14 clean sheets this season. Um, it shows defence is quite good. So I think if you had to look out for one player, um, Watch how Nakamba plays because he he just runs the midfield for us a lot, and his vision is amazing. Um, and some of his some of his play is just out of this world. There's no we haven't had a player like that. I mean, we had Dewsbury Hall last season, um, and look, he's in the Premier League now, isn't he? Playing for Leicester. Um, this guy's up there with him. And also, though, off the bench we have Luke Berry. Luke Berry is a stalwart for us. He comes on, he changes the game. You know, so I think we had that depth that we didn't have last season. So those are the sort of players I'd look out for. Looking at the game itself, this is a million dollar question that you're never going to be able to answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. I'll give it a go. And I'm going to flip it around as well. Um, if Luton are to get beyond Sunderland, what do you think you need to take from either home leg and what do you think you need to do across both legs? I think you've got to learn from any mistakes that we make in either leg, to be honest with you, making sure that we, you know, if the game's done, if the, if the tie is done at a certain time, then start resting those players, change change the bench. You have five substitutions, use them well. Um, everyone says Wembley's a big pitch, but it's just a pitch. Um, and it depends who we're going to play. Middlesbrough think their odds on to play up there, um, but shouldn't fear any of them. Either team, either Sunderland or Luton, shouldn't fear the other two. Um but I think you need, you need to sort of almost wrap your players up when you know, if, if you know you've won the game, then you wrap your players up. That's what I would say. Um, and, you know, the, the analysts will go through, they'll, they'll look at their XGs, they'll look at, they'll look at who's done all the things and they exactly know, they, they, they'll know what to do. Um, but we just got to take on the momentum. And if you keep the momentum, you never know what might happen. I think another part about the game as well is how interesting the clash of styles will be. Now, I'm not going to be as, um, I don't want to use the word offensive, but as basic as, well, Luton kick the ball long. They don't. But you are good at being direct. You've got big, strong, physical lads. We don't really. There's a reason we haven't scored many from set pieces this season. A lot of our goals have looked very pretty and and stylish. Um, we're a good passing side. We're nice to watch. And that's a weird thing to say as a Sunderland fan, but we are. But it is a little bit of a clash of styles. Does that make it even more interesting, the fact that you've got the physicality, we've maybe got the thing that looks pretty on the eye? Um, I think it'll make for a, a, an amazing game to watch between us both because I you just said, you just hit the nail on the head. People think we're a long ball team. We're not. 
but we do have those people up front that are strong and Carlton Morris has, has, has been the strongest attacker we've had. You know, he, he joined the team, started off slowly, but he works like a Trojan up there. He's, he's amazing. So you, why wouldn't you aim for your big target man if you can't, if you could? Why wouldn't you do that? Um, on our day, if we have the possession right, if you just take a look at the first goal we scored against Watford this season and look how that worked out, and <clears throat> that was an intricate passing move and with a, with an amazing goal at the end you know it was it was it was like well perfection obviously because it was Watford and we don't like them obviously um so we can do that but we can also be physical we can also you know defend for our lives if we have to so it's going to be interesting isn't it it's, if we could if we had a crystal ball i don't even think the crystal ball would tell us how it's going to go but it'd be interesting to talk to you after this one to see yeah. where we both stand there, because I feel uh, I, I don't think it's going to be finished in this first leg. I think it might be a, a, a one nil, one all, two one to either team, you know. And then the real game, the second half, is at Kenilworth Road, and uh, that'll be an interesting situation to be in. And I, I can't wait. I, I generally, I'm so excited. I can't wait, and uh, I don't even know what time I've got to leave to get up to your place. But, uh, <laughs> I think that's one of the big things for me. It's like, obviously, we've been in the playoffs for, well, since I've done this podcast, I think we've been in it three times. It's been the third time. And last season, pressure, intense pressure, the fourth season in League One. The time before that, a lot of pressure because we were in a bad run of form going into it. And thus, it proved that we were awful going into the playoff game and got beaten in the semi final of Lincoln. Um, whereas this time, it really, I honestly have to say, I'm really excited for it. There's very little pressure on Sunderland at all because um, most fans are just delighted with where we're at and, and what we've done. But because Luton were in last year and because of how good the season you've had, is the pressure slightly more on Luton? Um, well, you could look at it that way, I suppose. Um, I'm not looking at it like that. Um, I'm excited by the, the prospect that we've managed to do it two seasons running against the odds that everybody put against us. But what teams don't realise is actually we're a pretty good squad and we're a pretty good team and we play some good football. But And we've been underestimated by everyone for a long time. So um, I don't feel there's any pressure. The only pressure is on is the, what the players and the staff put on themselves. Um, and again, I was at the sponsorship evening last night and the team are ready for it. They know what they want to do. They, they want to be Premier League players. So they're going to give it their all. Um, we can't ask for more than that uh, as, a, as a, a supporter. As long as your team doesn't let you down. If if we win, it'll be amazing. If we lose, it'll be very, very disappointed. But um, you can't ask for more than your team giving 100% on such an important two games. This is different to League One, League Two playoffs. This is different because the prize is huge. And, and you know, you know, with all due respect to Sunderland, we need it more. And we need it more because we could do with that input of all that cash, builds our stadium, which is going, you know, going to start rebuilt. Uh, I think around about October it's going to start. Um, I don't know that for certain, by the way. I've just guessed. And uh, you know, if you're getting 169 million pounds for going up, I know players' wages and everything else will will change, but that will pay 20 odd million for the stadium, and it'll be it'll be debt free. And a club like ours, which is run by supporters, needs to be like that. And you know, they're not going to put crap loads of money in to to um, you know, chase the dream, are they? Because they haven't done already. They've just been balanced. So the the 
the semi-final and the final, if we win, will really push our club on to the next level. For you guys, I've got no doubt, if it's not this season, it'll be another season because you'll get the, you'll get the momentum, you'll get the back in and you'll get 40,000 every week. We get 10, you know. So I'm not saying that we're going to win, but if we do win, it will change our club. This is the biggest moment in our history since we won the cup in 1988 and, uh, and staying up in the first division for 10 years when we beat Man City in 83, four, what was it, 85? Can't remember. There we go. I think it was 85, if I'm honest. <laughs> but there we go. Um, but in that, that's the year we sent Manchester City down. And, you know, every, all the stuff you hear about our, our stadium, everything about it, Kenilworth Road, no matter what you think, is a traditional stadium. It'll be a brilliant atmosphere. And I think the players will love it. And I think the pressure will go. If, if we score early, I think the pressure will go. Um, and if Carlton Morris gets a couple early, um, we'll be celebrating for a bit. But then again, we only got to look at the last set of fixtures to know that you don't celebrate too easy, right? Look at Millwall. Look how upset they are. Oh dear. <laughs> what a shame. Never mind. We have exactly a minute left before this times out and tells me I'm not a pro member. So I'm going to push you really quickly for a, a prediction. I'll give you mine first. 1-1 one, one first leg. Can't go against my own team. 1-0 Sunday in second leg. But I'm not saying that with any real feeling other than just blind optimism. We've all got that. Um, I don't want to lose at Stadium of Light. So I'll take a draw up there of any description. So I'm going to go for a draw. And if we nick a win, I'll be happy. At home, depends how the first leg goes. If we're taking a draw, I think it's still going to be tight. I think it'd be a 1-0 game. I really do. And I, I dread it, but it may even go to pens. And if that happens, I know you'll be on you'll be on your DMs to me, I'm sure. But uh, So I'm going to go with, my optimistic me says we're going to win at home. My pessimistic me says, I reckon it could go to pens. <laughs> 